welcome to Thurston 10, the podcast that promises not to blow up anything if the Badgers lose to the Buckeyes, <laughs> mostly because we're not that smart. How are you? How have you been? Been good. Been good. Thinking of bomb threats to call in, though, other than nuclear reactors. So That might be the Badgers' best chance. So, <laughs> so it does feel like this week in football... The hunter is becoming the hunted. Last week in Wisconsin football, Packers and Badgers. That's a good point. Those were two pretty easy games. New Mexico State was a cakewalk. They should be like playing high school teams. <laughs> the Chicago Bears, they won by 17, but it felt like 117. They should be playing middle school teams. You love to see it. You always love to see it. <laughs> So, I don't really feel the need to, like, break down the two games that we just watched. So, let's go and move on to this upcoming week because we have possibly the two greatest quarterbacks of all time to ever play. And then we have a major showdown in Columbus. Might be one-sided. But let's start with the Packers. you mean? Okay. Start with the Packers. So, they have... A game in Tampa Bay in which I have Tampa Bay's defense on my fantasy team. They are absolutely incredible. But but they don't have any wide receivers. So give me one game changer on offense and defense for the Green Bay Packers. For this specific game? Or this just... specific game. Um, I'll start with defense. I think Tom Brady... He old, okay? And I think a way to always to get like under his skin and get him frustrated has been to, to get him moving around, get him on his butt. So I'm going to go Rashawn Gary is going to get after him on defense. Bang. And offense, I think I think you're going to have to – I'm going to go Aaron Jones. I think you're going to have to – you're going to have to punch Tampa in the mouth a little bit to have success. Yeah. Gary and Jones. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I think, you know, you do have to punch Tampa in the mouth, which is why my game changer on offense is going to be A.J. Dillon. Okay, all right. I I think he's more of the puncher. For sure, he is. But I feel like if I'm seeing, like, a big gain, you Mm -hmm. know, he's more Jones. Yeah. But Yeah, and I think you're going to see a lot of games this year in which – A.J. Dillon might get more carries, mm-hmm. but Aaron Jones has more There's yards. Yeah. And, you know, probably more highlights as well. So I I really just feel like... Doing the yeoman's work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A.J. Dillon, he's the guy who's going to wear him down. The Tampa Bay defense is fast, but the one thing nobody who's fast on defense wants to see is a 250-pound running back. With high knees just running at you. They're not a big defense. They're a fast defense. Granted, they do have Vita Vea. So he could be a game changer as well. But I think you just go power right at him to open the game. Unlimited power. And then on defense, I would say my game changer. I'm going to go Kenny Clark. I think... Okay, all right. Yeah, Tampa doesn't have a ton of receivers. So, 
I think they're going to try to run the ball. Now, they might not have Leonard Fournette, but either way, they're still going to be able, they're still going to try to run the ball. Tom Brady, he's more worried about his divorce anyway, so. Too bad. Yeah. I mean, Giselle's on the market. I don't know. (laughs) Hey, that's a lot of money, so she might have to pay him half of her money. Because she's made, what, three or four times as much as Brady has in her career. So, you know, it's the whole silk sheets thing, right? Who was the boxer who said that? You never want to train after you slept in silk sheets. Was it Marvin Hagler? Marvin Hagler. Oh, Marvin the Hitman. Or no, Marvelous. Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Okay. He beat the Hitman Mm. in one of the greatest boxing matches of all time. That's real. Now Brady's looking at his silk sheets and, you know, he doesn't really want to play anymore. So give me Kenny Clark. To stop the run is my game changer on defense. Offense and defense, we've kind of covered. The biggest question mark of the season was special teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They haven't had a bad special team teams game yet. They're in week three. Are you concerned at all about special teams going forward? No. I'm not. I think like there'll still be the hiccup every now and then. I think like in special teams especially, no pun intended, you'll see where, like, especially, like, returners will, like, make a mistake because you're trying to be the glory guy, you know? But I think overall, uh, they've eliminated the big mistakes. So, I'm no, I'm not worried about it. See, how about you? I'm also going to say no. (laughs) Just because I feel like if I was an NFL coach and I knew everything about the game of football, I could scheme up a way... To, like, not have to worry about special teams. Like, you know, I could just pump the you ball out of bounds. I could kick the ball through the back of the end zone. But you get, then you got to execute. Yeah. It's always about execute. Everyone has a perfect plan on paper, right? Like, So, if you have, when the Packers last year had a really good defense and a really good offense, and you decide, I'm just going to pump the ball out of bounds every single time. So, yeah, maybe you lose 10 yards, 15 yards on your punt. But you're still giving the ball back, or you're still letting your defense stop them. And I think if you have more confidence in your defense, you just got to let them, you know, play defense as opposed to letting your special teams beat you. So I think if you're a good coach, you should really be able to scheme up something that makes sure that your special teams doesn't beat you. Now, if I was a coach... I would be the world's most conservative special teams coach. Oh, yeah. You just don't want to get beat on the dumb thing. Like, don't do the bad thing. If I ever had a player get called for roughing the punter, I would cut him from my team. (laughs) Like Herm Edwards on the sidelines getting fired from Arizona State. (laughs) I mean, I think about it every time something like that happens. But, I don't know. Yeah. How do you, you eliminate those mistakes? How do you rough the punter? I feel like every roughing the punter call. Because I think I think on special teams a lot, you're like you're on special teams. You're trying to prove yourself. Like I'm gonna be the guy that blocks the kick. I'm gonna be the guy that returns it a hundred yards. And so you get like you make stupid decisions because you're trying to do too much. You ever seen like a guy like intercept the ball? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see like that little flag marker on the screen, and you're just like, oh please don't be roughing the passer. 
Mm. Please don't be roughing the passer. So, like, why would you even try? I, I've never gotten the point. I mean, but the pa- the passer's a different thing than, like, roughing yeah. the punter. It's honestly more forgivable. Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like you're going, you know, I don't know. Roughing the passer to me more excusable than roughing the punter. I don't, like, to me there's, because I feel like it's rarely that close. You know what I mean? Where you're going to, oh, I think I, I'm actually going to hit the ball, and then you just don't at all. You got to, I don't know, control your dive. You just can't. Make mistakes like that. Yeah, I mean, like, when the dude roughs the passer 99.9% of the time, he doesn't know that it's going to end up in an interception. But, like, when right. you rough the punter, you know He's that already you're kicking the ball, ball to you, yeah. He's yeah. giving you the ball. Any more pack stuff? What do you got? Prediction. Oh, shit. You surprised me with the prediction. Who do you got... Sunday, 325, real people time. Who do you got, and how do they get it done? Unfortunately, I think the the Bears win, because the Bears like aren't that good. It, it's not enough to make me think that the Packers are, like after the Vikings game, and I, I get it, they, they came out excited. I'm not sure they can get it done against still like a, a good team. And I'd still put the Buccaneers up there, even with suspensions or injuries or whatever. So I'm going to go Buccaneers 27-20. So you're going Buccaneers. Mm, And I think mostly defense gets it done. So I think defense just kind of puts the Packers defense out on the field too much. And they kind of tire the Packers. So I am going to disagree with you right here. I'm going to say the Packers win. I hope so. <laughs> and I am going to say 17-14 Ooh, wow. in a low-scoring game that Aaron Rodgers pulls off at the end. And here's my caveat. Every single person's going to say, but if Tampa had all their wide receivers they and if Mike Evans was playing, they would have won. And that is going to be the storyline when these two teams meet in the playoffs in sure, three months from now, four months from now. So give me Packers 17, Tampa Bay 14, and the Packers are on the road to the one seed. Wow. Yep. You are the optimistic one. Well, You're in for me. I, I mean, like, if you want to like say, like, who else could it be, it does kind of seem like, you know, Packers, Tampa, Rams, all pretty good in the NFC. And then the Eagles are kind of the surprise. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't think I'm buying the Eagles. It's still too early, though. From, like, it's, it's, it'll be three games. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not buying the Eagles yet. I don't know if anybody else is. But. No, I think the Vikings probably overplayed that first game against the Packers. Oh, for sure. So... And then it just really comes down to, you know, who gets hot, who ekes out more of these games between the Packers, Buccaneers, and Rams. And history has shown it's most likely to be the Packers. Hope so. I like history. I like history, too. (laughs) All right, moving on. Moving on. We have another game. This one... 
maybe more predictable what's going to happen in it. Badgers by 20. Badgers by 50. <laughs> Come on, I thought 20 was realistic. More? <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> so, the Badgers have a very tall task it's ahead a tough of them. Game. So, if the Badgers are possibly going to squeak one out against the Buckeyes, yep. how do they do it? Um, they got to run the ball well, because I think they have to do that to win pretty much any game. You got to get yards consistently. You got to get chunks. And then I think for Ohio State especially, with all their, they're always like the most athletic teams, one of them, you got to stop the big play. So I'd say run the ball and don't let them big play us. And yeah. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's almost like um, the Big Ten title game with Jonathan Taylor two, three years ago where mm-hmm. they got out mm-hmm. to the big lead but then just couldn't hang on. Um, I could see it being like that. Yeah. They, I mean, yeah. It would certainly help if we could play with the lead for the entire game, not just a half. But I'm going to give you a couple keys that I have to victory for the Badgers. First, you got to win the turnover battle. Absolutely. I think because you're already coming in kind of talent discrepancy probably, so uh, you can't shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, if Mertz starts throwing interceptions, if you know the running backs or the receivers start fumbling the ball, it's probably over. And not just over, it's probably going to be ugly. I think the Badgers also, second point, need to win time of possession. That's just Badger football right there. Um, if Yeah, I think that kind of goes into with the, if the running game is working mm-hmm. and you can kind of pass in optimal situations, I think, yeah, then you'll have the ball for sure. Yeah, and I mean, like, winning the time of possession is really just turning it into Wisconsin football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If this game turns into a track meet... It's oh, yeah. going to be no, Ohio you don't want State. You want to track me against Ohio State. You want to limit Too possessions. Athletic. Yeah. You want to limit possessions and you want to limit the big plays for Ohio State. So, if they can just maybe not necessarily always get a touchdown, but get a couple first downs every single time you get the ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, make Ohio and State. And your defense rest, too. Yeah. Because you don't want to be out there defending a team as athletic as Ohio State for the whole game. Yeah, so really just letting, you know, the defense rest. And also, you know, make Ohio State march 80 yards. And that's going to be my next point. No big plays. I believe we both had the same oh, point. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like we said, they're so athletic. They always have top recruits, top everybody at every position, quarterbacks, everyone can run. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, they're like a recipe for big plays. But you got to somehow limit them. Yeah, limit them. Make them beat you in a Wisconsin way. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, three yards in a cloud of dust. Make them march 80 yards down we the field. We dustier. Yeah, we are dustier. <laughs> Nebraska finds that out every <laughs> single year. We are the dustiest of the dusty. And then my fourth key to victory. Be a little bit unpredictable. I do not want to see run first down. I didn't see that coming. Run second down. And then pass on third down. Yeah, like, if you put Mertz in obvious passing situations, right? they're going to just tee off on him. Yeah. He's going to start yeah. throwing Especially with their athletes, too, everywhere. You know, throw a little bit on first down. I like that. You know, run a draw. You know, throw a screen. Do a reverse. 
maybe get even more unpredictable. I don't think you have much to lose because if both teams play up to their ability, this one probably gets pretty ugly quickly. So sad face. So why not take a <laughs> shot? Oh yeah, I think you gotta, you gotta. So yeah, go and fight them now. If this game doesn't go okay. the way well, that we way. planned it, or it does, eh? or if it does. But, you know, maybe you want to forget the game, or maybe you want to celebrate a Badger victory even Ooh. harder. I had a couple of ideas on how to make this game more tolerable okay. or more enjoyable. Enjoyable, I think. I'm going to have a good time when the Badgers win by 20. I said it already. So, Badger drinking game. Every time the Badgers get a first down. Oh, I thought you were the optimistic one. That's one That's drink. one drink? Okay. Uh, that's right. one drink. I hope for a lot of drinks. Every time the Badgers get a touchdown, shot. Gotta do a shot every I do that time. Anyway. To me, a touchdown shot, that. Okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Standard. Next one. Every time Paul Christ looks confused on the sidelines, one drink. That's just his face. It is just his so face. So every time they show him? One drink, you said? Yeah, every I, pretty much every time they show Because he looks Christ. confused. Like, is that the opposite of a poker face for you? You know how, like, you're supposed to look straight-faced in, like, poker? You know? But, like, he's the opposite. Like, if you just look like you, um, you don't know. Or is that a poker face? Like, if, you know, you're playing just by poker. a different strategy. And you just look confused like, all the time. Shit. Like, yeah. I have no this idea what idiot. I'm he has doing. No idea. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to bet an extra... Couple chips. I'm gonna try that out at poker night. Just wear a Paul Chris mask. <laughs> Never play poker against Paul Chris. He's unreadable. All right, that's he's just that's always what? confused. Every time there's a lead change, two drinks. There might only be one lead change all game, but you know, yeah, two drinks. Badgers take it, never look back. Every time there's a turnover, three drinks. Oh, okay. Every time Ohio State scores, two drinks. I hope for none of those. Yeah, <laughs> zero of those. Shut them out, hopefully. Every time the announcer mentions the word blackout, horseshoe, Horseshit. or Columbus, Oof. one drink. You know they're going to say, there's a blackout at the horseshit tonight in Columbus. Is that three drinks right there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're trying to black out watching the horseshit in Columbus. I'm not sure if I want to be awake for, you know, the second, third, and fourth quarters. So So you're just going to wake up to a Badgers win and be like, what happened? Where are we? I've woken up to worse, so. But rarely better. A defensive TD. There's more? Kill your drink. For anybody? Defensive. Yeah, anybody. You know, pick six, fumble. I'll even throw a safety in there. I think, you know, right. that's They're rare. rare. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, it's pretty rare. That's a drinker. And then the obvious, the go-to, the Thurston 10 special. Gotta kill do your kill beer your beer halftime. Oh, yeah. Gotta kill your beer at halftime. So those are the rules to the Wisconsin Badger Ohio State drinking game. You know, if anybody has Carbon anything to stone. add, you know, tweet at us. 
what is your official prediction for this game? I said Badgers by 20, so I feel obligated to pick a score that uh, that predicts that. But 24-31 Badgers. Wow. Bucket. Wow. Fuck I'm it. calling the upset. Bucket. 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 <laughs> I... It's not my most confident pick, <laughs> but it's my pick. I will go 34-17. Ohio State wins. You know, I, I think the Badgers cover, you know? Okay. It's 17 and a that. half. I'll take so that. So, I think they cover by half a point. And I think we move on to whatever shitty Big Ten team we play next week, like Ooh. Illinois or some shit, and, you know? Get them next week. Go back above 500. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> in other news, AFC Richmond was added to FIFA. But the Ted Lasso team, right? The team from yeah, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Okay. So that got me thinking. I'm excited to clap their cheeks <laughs> in this year's FIFA. What other fictional team or character Ooh. or whichever direction you want to take this okay. would you like to see added to yeah. a video game? Okay. Mm, I'm going to go one player, one team. One The player for me, Brewer fan, obviously. Bernie Mac fan, because who isn't, wasn't, I don't know. Pour some out. That's right. So I'm going to go Stan Ross. Because I'm one of the greatest hitters alive. The 2,999 hit haver from Mr. 3000. Um, I want to see him in, like, the show or whatever. Um, so Bernie Mac in the show for me there. And the team, got to be the Blue Mountain State Mountain Goats, <laughs> right? Come on, like that castle. Um I guess Alex Moran doesn't really play, depending on which year you go in. But give me the Mountain Goats, give me Stan Ross. Also, their coach is hilarious. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I will go... I gotta go the Cleveland Indians from Major from League. Major League. Major yeah, League 1, we don't pick. gotta talk about the other ones. No, just the first one. Classic. I also feel like the rating has to be complete shit. So, I feel like that's like an extra obstacle. I feel sure. like like they were bad, right? Yeah. So I feel like every time I play like an MLB video game, I either win by thirty, and then <laughs> I up the difficulty, and then and I, I lose, lose by, by 30. thirty. Hell yeah, bro. I mean, so yeah, yeah. It's either like you hit like twenty seven home runs in a game, <laughs> or you strike out twenty seven yeah. times in a row. I've been there actually. And then like they do all like the weird shit now with like the controls. Like, oh, I thought you meant like where you can have like a dinosaur in the outfield or like shit like that. They, they no, they do. Shit. Yeah, I always set it back to the like boomer controls. <laughs> oh yeah, like let me hit X. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then okay, that's I, a good pick. Yeah, I think my bonus pick would be Happy Gilmore. Oh, in PGA golf, yeah, that'd be fun. Now, I think the caveat to this one is. You have to make it super difficult to play with them. So you sure. can't just, you yeah. know, do just like your regular sh- shit. You have to do like a Mortal Kombat fatality every time <laughs> that you tee off. And if you get it right, you, you just get, wax the shit out of it. Yeah, like you'll get like a hole in one on a par five. But if you fuck it up, I mean, with the way you're going to hit it five feet. With the way the games look so good now in real, like it'd be cool to see like a. Like a real 
happy and like the good graphics of today. Just slapping the shit out of it. So yeah, I also think if I was going to do a bonus one, I think like if you took all of like the high school football teams that mm-hmm. have ever been on in movies or on TV shows. I think like Permian Panthers. Sure. Yeah, we're Titans. talking about that. That's yeah. like I think the. Uh, you know how they're always like, oh, like in, there's a dream matchup. That's like yeah. the dream matchup for me of like high school football movie teams. Now I will say this: I think Panthers probably favored over ass, the Titans. Probably right. They've yeah. been integrated, <laughs> and they in Texas. Yeah, Texas. Yeah, you don't fuck They're with Texas winning. high school. Not football. in high school football. My uh, my honorable mention is going to be Calvin Cambridge from Like Mike, bro, and Lil Bow Wow. He he was great in that movie. Like I, I want to see I want to see what the handles look like <laughs> in two K twenty three. You know, just dribbling between dudes' legs oh, yeah. and everything. Like Steph Curry, but faster. Like Allen Iverson, but littler. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that's all we got. That's all I got. Well, cheers to the world. Cheers to the world. You can follow us on Twitter at Thirsten1069.